Welcome into the show. Today's episode of Locked On Big Ten is brought to you by Omaha Sticks. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. We know this. Omaha Sticks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar for the perfect gift package. Again, that's omahasteaks.com and college into the search bar. Coming up on today's show, we've got Matt Sheehan in to break down some of the bowl projections going into the last weekend of, well, everything going into when we decide bowls. But that's, of course, a whole lot for us to discuss later on. We get into it with Matt here, and also we talk about the bets in the weekend, of course. Big Ten Championship game, we've got props, we've got, of course, the line total under, all that stuff. We'll get into it with Matt later, right here on Locked On Big Ten. are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're tuned into Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference every day of the week, Monday through Friday, alongside Matt Sheehan, the host of Locked On Spartans every day of the week. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're here on a Thursday to break down all that's going to go down this weekend. We've done a terrible job covering the Big Ten ACC Challenge, Matt, because we've been recording before all the games happened. Uh, But we were uh, very excited to yesterday not know that Ohio State was going to beat Duke. And uh, is there anything that you'd like to uh, let us know, predict for uh, what's going on in what will be Wednesday night's game that people already are going to have seen by now? Yeah, I'm predicting that I'm uh, reeling from a triple overtime game between Louisville and Michigan State because whenever those two teams meet, it's always a classic. It's always close. Uh, like the 1992 Dream Team could be wearing MSU uniforms and your local MSU or your local elementary school could be wearing a Louisville uniform and it would still be a one possession game with under a minute to go. So uh, sweating that one out tonight, but uh, I don't know who's going to win. But yeah, that Ohio State game, not bad, huh? Just derailing, completely derailing the Coach K retirement tour. What a shame. What a shame. We'll be shocked if they even get off the mat after that meltdown. So that's right. Suck it. Big Ten's been killing it in that challenge so far. Hopefully yeah. more wins uh, to talk about or not really us talk about, but other people will be talking about it today. And we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show here with Isaiah Hole as we start to uh, really get into the Big Ten Championship game coming on later today. Coming up on today's show, we are going to talk prop bets for that game, as well as, of course, the main things, the line, the total, all that stuff with Matt, as it's the only, of course, Big Ten game of the weekend for us to get into. But first, we're going to get into bull projections here. And Matt, I want to start by talking about kind of, I guess we should go top to bottom as to where we're at with where these Big Ten teams rank right now, because there is a bit of a discussion at a pretty important kind of spot in where the Big Ten's bowl alignments line up. But I I guess, let's say Michigan wins and is headed to the college football playoff. Uh, After that, you've got a discussion as to whether it's Ohio State or Iowa that goes to the Rose Bowl. I think it's pretty obvious it would be Ohio State, but then Iowa after that, And then you get into who gets where between Michigan State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, everybody else that's eligible for a bowl here out of the Big Ten. Where do you start to rank these teams kind of top to bottom after you get done with Michigan? 
Yeah, I think it's going to be Ohio State and Pasadena, right? Unless right. Iowa shocks the world on Saturday, then this whole discussion's ruined because it, it it's all in order here if Michigan takes care of what they have to on Saturday. And from there, I, I think Michigan State it would be the third team. I think they'll get the Fiesta Bowl just because I think mm-hmm. a ten and two Michigan State team would jump uh, what would be a four loss Iowa team and all the other teams in the West as well. And there's a lot of teams as well that will have three losses. I went over all this on Monday on Lockdown Spartans if you want me to drone on and on about Michigan State's chances. But long story short, if Michigan wins on Saturday, Michigan State more than likely will be playing in the Fiesta Bowl, maybe the Peach Bowl, worst case scenario. The Citrus Bowl, which I'd be a little surprised about. but And that's where it starts to get interesting, just like you're saying. Like, all right, we, we start the Citrus, that might be – Iowa, that'll be their consolation prize for making it to the Big Ten title game. Still a fantastic bowl game. Now, okay, who goes to the Outback Bowl? Like that, that that's, that's where it is a quite, mm-hmm. quite tricky puzzle after that. Well, we're talking, if we're talking bowl games, I guess even if you throw in the idea that Michigan loses on Saturday, I think it's Ohio State and Michigan still one and two in those mm-hmm. two bowl games at the top. Then I, I guess if Iowa had won that Big Ten title game, they're number three then. But even if things go what would be according to plan in getting Michigan to the college football playoff for the Big Ten, then you start and get into that group where I think Iowa is still really the next school after that just for making the Big Ten title game. Uh, then Minnesota and Wisconsin is a, a bit in that next tier of where things start to really get hairy. And that's where I've been seeing a lot of the discussion at that last New Year's Day Bowl, the Outback Bowl, one that Minnesota's played in recently, and then one that yeah. Wisconsin is at least trying to get to right now. Now, Minnesota has the head-to-head win, but I don't really know how much that matters when we're talking about this level of the bowl games here. It's much more selective than that. Uh, Minnesota, I, I don't know if playing in it recently helps or hurts them as far as what it means going forward. I mean, they would be, they won it last time. They beat up mm-hmm. on Auburn. So I, again, it's a weird situation with what's going on with that last spot. It's weird that it's happening right in this position because the difference between playing in that bowl game on new year's day and compared to any other day is huge. So being able to get that financial boost, get that kind of program boost in whatever you think it is going into that game and being able to play on that day, it, it means a lot. I'm confused as to why people are thinking the Badgers would go over Minnesota given the head-to-head win. But I do think that part of that is because I I don't know how much that matters right now. Well, where are you thinking people who, I guess, I mean, this isn't even a committee. It's just the people who run the Outback Bowl. Right. Who do they they want to pull? Like, it's who they want. Like, so what, what happens here? Yeah, like right after the college football playoff, let's see, you have the Rose Bowl where it's easy placement. Okay, it's the best Pac-12 team, best Big Ten team. And then you have the Sugar Bowl. Okay, we're going to throw an SEC team in here and a Big 12 team in there. And then after that, like it is all just beauty pageant. Like there, you can throw the records out the window if you really want to. And I think that's why Wisconsin will get the nod because at the end of the day, they're trying to fill their stadium as much as they possibly can. And yes, like oddly enough, and I'm sure Minnesota fans traveled very great they just don't want to put teams that close together in the same bowl game. Like it is, it is very odd. It makes no sense. It's almost like the regular season doesn't even matter if you're like a second tier or a third tier team, because at the end of the day, it's like, well, who hasn't been here in a while? Uh, eh, Screw it. Wisconsin, (laughs) come on down. And yeah, we'll, we'll host you here in a sunny Tampa Bay, Florida, but 
Listen, I, it, you also got the Gator Bowl. Uh, if, if you're still a Minnesota fan trying to get down, I mean, that's not bad. Jacksonville's a beautiful, beautiful part of the country this time of year. Uh, the, the Citrus Bowl is interesting. And you know what? I've never heard anyone have a bad time in Nashville. So the Music City Bowl, it could be a lot worse. Now, the Pinstripe Bowl, I can't really sell you on that one. Michigan State played in that one about three years ago, and nothing about that looked fun. So, but, hey, a bowl game's a bowl game, I guess. Bowl game is a bowl game, but you want to be, I mean, there's a significant drop from Rose Bowl, Citrus Bowl, and then Outback. I mean, the Outback Bowl is a pretty a decent drop from those top two. Yeah. But to go from those two to the Outback Bowl, I think that's a huge drop from that down to when you talk about the Music City Bowl, the Las Vegas Bowl, the Pinstripe Bowl. I mean, it's that kind of stuff that's like, these are the games that you're ending up playing. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at some of the projections right now. I mean, right now, like Boston College would be in that game. Arkansas would be in that game. It's not the cream of the crop as far as competition or, or really memor- being able to be a memorable experience. I mean, mm-hmm. it's different than playing on New Year's Day. And I agree. Minnesota fans already have their Outback Bowl T-shirts from two years ago. It did that. I know really what it comes down to in a lot of cases. But, <laughs> back to back outback does is catchy, but like it's it's just sure. not the same kind of thing as getting a new fan base in there. So I do think that Minnesota might end up getting the short end of the stick because of that. Obviously, that would infuriate Gopher fans, especially if it's Wisconsin yeah. that ends up getting that spot over them. But there's nowhere else for them to go. You're going to have what looks like Michigan State and Ohio State taking up those two top bowls it's unless it's iowa over michigan state i don't know but anyway there's too many spots yeah. for not enough teams and minnesota right now is just going to kind of i think at least get stuck a little bit by the fact that one they've been there before and it's not really up to what they've done on the field to an extent i don't know yeah and michigan state went through this a decade ago um and i still think it's relevant to say because it happens you know different rivalries across the country but Michigan State, they, they beat Michigan regular season. They make the Big Ten championship game, lose the Big Ten championship game. So you think, okay, well, we missed out on the Rose Bowl. We'll go to the Sugar Bowl, I guess. Oh, wait a minute. Sugar Bowl committee decided that, well, we want the, the Michigan money cannon rolling down here, so we're going to pick them. So, like, and that's just an example of this This is going to happen. Like, it, it makes no sense what happens during the regular season once you get past those top, top-tier bowl games, and it's just all a who's got the most money and who hasn't been here in a while sort of contest. So. Sorry, but go for fans. Brace yourself, though. It's uh, hey, I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see Minnesota and Outback Bowl. I think they're deserving. But hey, man, world's uh, run by money, and well, I think Wisconsin might bring a little more. It's one of it's one of those jobs I want working on the Orange Bowl or Peach Bowl committee or whatever that is. Those people who just Best job uh, I don't world. know. They just go to football games every Saturday. I see them in the press boxes. They're wearing their cool ja- – the Orange Bowl people are always wearing their cool orange jackets, and, and I don't I don't see them do anything. They just watch the football. And let nope. people shake their hands. That's it. I yep. love it. Well, and <laughs> cash their paycheck too. They, they they do that as well. I'm sure that's tough to drive to the bank. That's, that's direct deposit right now. Yeah, a lot of those people don't know. <laughs> how, a lot of those people don't know how to work direct deposit. That's let's yeah, that's face fair. it. <laughs> fair, fair. All right. Well, we've got plenty to talk about with bowl games after this weekend. There's still one more Big Ten football game, of course, for us to talk to out. We'll get into it with Isaiah Hole, of course, tomorrow as we get into a full breakdown of the show. But while we got Matt here, we got to get into all of the different ways that you can put your money in on this game. We've got prop bets. We've got, of course, the line and spread to talk to you about everything, too. That's coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. 
you know, I'm someone who, when it comes to the groceries kind of stuff, I'm not a very complicated person. I more get the real simple ingredients and then make it myself. And I'm also not someone who likes to go through the hassle of going through a grocery store. I'm one of those people who just kind of sits in the aisles and can stare at stuff for a while. So I save a whole lot of time and you can save money too, of course, by doing stuff online. And now you can get some of the best food out there, steak online too with Omaha Steaks. If you're looking for a place to get your steaks that of course is a great value with great taste as well, the holidays around the corner and finding a perfect gift could be at Omaha Steaks. It's tricky, we know. Omaha Steaks makes it easy, though, to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Or, of course, just buy it for yourself, too. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order Omaha Steaks' perfect gift package. For $99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code COLLEGE, you'll also get an additional 8 Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. That's the code COLLEGE for 8 free burgers. You've heard all the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get the 8 free burgers when you enter that code COLLEGE. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. Back in here on Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week. Thanks for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen of the day. Once you're done here, be sure to head on over to Locked On Spartans. Matt Sheehan is in there every single weekday, letting you know everything you need to about Michigan State football and basketball. And right now, he's here on the show to let you know about the Big Ten championship game and where you got to put your money this weekend. He's the guy we talked to about all the lines throughout the conference, but only one line to get to, of course, here on championship Saturday. Michigan, an 11-point favorite in Indianapolis against Iowa. The money line stands at minus 430 for the Wolverines. If you're a Hawkeye fan and think they'll win, bet online has them at plus 350, and you can get yourself a good line there. Of course, go to bet online for wherever you need your betting. But, Matt, let's talk about this game here. I already gave you the spread money line totals at 43 and a half, a very low, low scoring projected Big Ten title game, but just your thoughts as you look at the card. Yeah, hey, Ben. I mean, sorry, Nate, just texting Ben. Um, you know me. <laughs> I don't like betting the spread. I like totals, but you know what? I'm going to mix it up for you today, Nate. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet the spread, and unfortunately, I'm going to take Michigan. I, I, I just think they roll this game. Uh, because, listen, their offense absolutely clicking. I, I don't necessarily have too much faith in that Iowa offense necessarily to keep up in a track meet that Michigan could turn the jets on at any time for. Um, so yeah, I mean, minus 11. Yeah. I'm going to take it. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to watch him roll to a, we'll call it a 35 to 10 win, which hits the over. So I guess I'm going to go over and uh, yeah, I'm going to lay the points here and I'm not going to have any smiles on Saturday whatsoever. The only smile is that if Michigan wins, that should mean MSU gets to the Fiesta bowl, but whatever that's a, yeah, well, <laughs> it's for a different discussion, but yeah, I don't know. I just, and also too, let's also keep in mind, Michigan is also, they're not just 11 and one. They are 10 and two against the spread this year. Like they are, they are getting their uh, donors, their backers paid if they dabble in some betonline.ag action so far this season. Um, now the over-under, not so different with either team, really. I think Iowa is seven and five with hitting overs and Michigan is a perfect, well, Six for six, or six and six. So they're 50-50, whether they hit the over or under. So more confident in the spread than in the total, but 
I just see this all going Michigan's way as well. They will have a, a home stadium uh, <laughs> down in Indianapolis. Tickets are, I think, average of like $450 for a get in price like they and they'll pay it. And they've never mm-hmm. been to one of these things. So, yeah, I, we'll, <laughs> let's go. Let's just go spend all that money that we've been holding on to the last decade trying to get into this game. And it'll be a, a crazy atmosphere down there. So, yeah. You know, Bet Online always has you covered for your online sports betting needs with all the lines, spreads, totals, everything that you need to know on anything going on around sports. They're always updating with new stuff all the time. They've got a new user interface if you haven't been to the website in a while. So head on over to betonline.ag, check it out. And if you haven't at least tried it out before, sign up and use our promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you put in that first deposit, get some free money to play with, and then again, Go off and make some money big with Bet Online. They've got more ways to do it than anybody out there. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, I'm with you on the idea that Michigan's going to kind of roll to this one, but you just think back to the last year, honestly, when Northwestern was able to play with Ohio State. I mean, I don't even know what the spread yeah. was in that game, sure. but it was just the Wildcats being able to do that against that team in Indianapolis. You feel like Iowa could easily do the same thing against Michigan, especially just with the way that this season has gone for both of those teams. It's seeming like if I was able to play somewhat of a good game and Michigan struggles a bit, then the kind of strengths and weaknesses correspond in a way where Iowa might be able to take advantage, but that's a conversation more for tomorrow. I think that again, with everything that you're saying, with the home field advantage is going to be, I think, I think it will matter quite a bit actually. And mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I, I'm, I'm with you with Michigan minus 11 first half to- spreads are at six and a half points and the under over under is at 22 and a half. And I was trying to think it can't be that hard to get to 23 points in that first half. But as I started to think about it, it was like, yeah, yeah, that's reasonable. I don't know. But it's, as we get down into props, there's a whole lot of stuff to at least throw your money on if you want to get a little bit deeper into this game on bet online exclusively as well three straight straight scores by either team uh, again I, we talked about this i believe this means field goals or touchdowns i think the line kind of reflects yep. that too uh, it's minus 227 for yes plus 166 for no three straight scores by either team uh, i feel like Looking at that note, plus 166, I mean, do either of these teams score three times? That, wow, you know what? <laughs> that, that's a great way to put it, especially with a total that low. Yeah, wow, that is that is interesting mm-hmm. when you put it that way. I mean, this is always my favorite bet to do during the Super Bowl because this is always a line that's up three straight scores. And I think more people catch on that like it almost happens every single Super Bowl, so the odds get steeper and steeper. So. I am going to go yes, that, that it does happen, but wow, I, maybe I'll sleep on that one because that's very intriguing with the whole, like, could, could like I don't think I was going to score three times, quite frankly. I mean, I'm sorry to all the Hawkeye listeners. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but right. yeah, so Michigan, it's up to you, I guess. So yeah, well, you know what? You might have just swayed me. Yeah, swayed me right there. All right, there we go. All right, well, let's just think about it. You got time. Uh, yeah. Team to score first is on the board. Michigan's at 185. Iowa's with plus 139. I don't really like ever betting lines like that. Team to score last yeah. is the same thing. Uh, Michigan's at minus 159, Iowa plus 120. Uh, again, up to whatever he, you want to do on those kind of lines. Longest touchdown prop is at 54 and a half yards. Uh, the yes is at plus 129 or the over, I guess, 54 and a half is at plus 129. Uh, unders at minus 175. I feel like uh, Michigan obviously has explosive play power ability, but 
Iowa does have that kind of stout defense. And as we talked about before, Iowa, I don't know if it can score three times in a row. I don't know if it has big playability. I, I kind of lean over just because, and tell me if this is just flawed logic or not, but like both are pretty run established teams. You get the old bait and switch, you do the play action, then bang, 70 yards downfield. Uh, someone just was snoozing in the secondary. And that's just kind of how I see that bet heading. So yeah, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll go over mm -hmm. on that one. Um, yeah. And well, if you're thinking that this is going to be a game that Michigan's going to either blow out or just not really be close, and in, in which case the rest of these props haven't really been interesting, uh, any team to score 40 plus sure. points is up there. The yes is plus 488, which I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but that kind of a line, if you think Michigan ends up dominating the game, that's what you end up drawing to. I just can't see it. Right. I, Listen, know. I, 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 know, I know what happened last week. I know what happened last week. You know, the wheels kind of fell off the bus at the very end for Ohio State. Michigan was rolling. But, like, I think Iowa's defense is a, a little bit better than that Buckeye defense. But, no, I don't, I don't think I can do it over 40 because no, Yeah, that, that's damn near the total. <laughs> so, like I said, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, like it. <laughs> yeah, that's, another, that's, that's the, another good way of uh, kind of putting it to kind of sway people to the other direction. But yeah, I mean, it, it has to be a combination if you really think Michigan's going to win that game handily. And also just the fact that it is at plus 488 is attractive too, yeah. if you're already in that mindset. Uh, first score of the game is a touchdown. Yes, is at minus 227. No, is at plus 155. I know nothing about uh, the frequency of what happens when and if that bet makes sense or not. I don't know if you do. Oh, no, of course not. But I'll, I'll get my yeah, head lopped yeah. off. I'll just take the, the plus money. I'll, I'll go with no and just assume that it's a safety or a field goal first. Ah, why not? Let's have some fun. Yeah. Uh, we got Willoughby in overtimes at plus 900. Willoughby, a scoreless quarter is actually interesting. A scoreless quarter is plus 145 for yes and minus 196 for no. And again, low total. But that's the kind, another kind of one where it, it looks good. It certainly looks good. It does. You know what? I'm going to skip back to the Willoughby overtime plus 900 for yes, but yeah. minus 2,500 for no. So bet 25 to win $1. I might go to every bank in my tri-county area and take out the biggest loans possible to see if I could like put $25,000 or like $250,000 to win $10,000 and then <laughs> low interest. I'll probably net $2,000 in the end, but I can't believe they're offering juice on no for, <laughs> for that, but okay. Uh, for scoreless quarter, <laughs> uh yeah why not yes plus money yeah let's get nuts you could tell i'm just getting reckless uh for, for this game on saturday as we keep going further and further down the bet sheet here but <laughs> hey you know what let's go baby bet online's gonna offer it i'm gonna take it uh another really random one time to the first score over under seven minutes unders at minus 145 overs at plus 108 doesn't matter all that much to me at all yeah, a defensive or special bets. teams I, touchdown yeah <laughs> Defensive or special teams touchdown scored. Yes, is a plus 225. Sure, give me yes. I mean, if I got to see Aiden Hutchinson win the Heisman, he'll probably have his crowning moment of a strip sack into the end zone. So, yes, sure, whatever. So give me yes. Uh, and then we already talked about team to score last. It's a game where it's kind of peculiar to try and make your way around putting money on uh because i feel like there's different ways they can go but the the two the different ways that are uh reasonable to think about it are very very different uh betting strategies and ways you would put your money on things 
but it, it's obviously one where like if you're confident about what you think if you're confident in that either iowa's defense is going to be able to keep things close or that michigan's going to blow them out then then like where you want to go is obvious but if you're someone who's just looking at it kind of from a neutral perspective and not really sure it can be a really really hard game to make a decision on no it is and like i, I just I, maybe i'm erring on the side of emotion here as i tend to do and like I, I listen hey if i gotta see michigan win just give me all the michigan positive bets so at least i'm getting paid as i'm watching them probably go to the cultural playoff getting paired against cincinnati which gives them a bye to the national championship game and of course georgia's going to do what they do and georgia all over themselves and Michigan was a national title, and uh, I don't smile again until, oh, God, July, maybe. I don't know. That seems about right. So Basketball. That's wrong. And, uh, ah, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Yeah, Spartans are looking Do you guys okay. play soccer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. We're, uh, do you know what? Cross-country team is really good up in East Lansing. We, we got that going for us. There you go. There um, you go. Baseball teams do for a good season, I'm sure. So, yeah. Well, okay. It'll, it'll All be... right. I'll be fine. It'll be fun to watch throughout the season and, of course, have you on every single week to talk about whatever's going on with Michigan State. It'll be fun to watch this weekend, the Big Ten title game. And, of course, it's always fun to talk these kind of props and lines with you every single week, Matt. We're going to have to get in basketball bets soon. You more comfortable, less comfortable? How you feel? Nope, not at all. Not at all. Way less comfortable, but that's not going to stop me. That's never stopped me in the past from right. laying money on it. So let's go, baby. We'll ride. Just fade me. Just fade me, everyone. That's, that's we got fun. Big Ten hoops coming up by the end of the week. We are going to have to talk about that probably next week at some point. There's too much football to get into and important yeah. stuff going on on the gridiron this weekend. Matt Sheen's with us every single Thursday or Friday. It's obviously has been Fridays before, but he's here on a Thursday now. We're, we're going to maybe switch that up going forward. But thanks for coming in here on Thursday a little earlier with us this week. We'll see when we see you again next week. It'll be one of those two days. Thanks again for coming on. God, pleasure's mine, Nate. You're the man. <laughs> Matt Sheehan is at Sheehan underscore sports, S-H-E-E-H-A-N underscore sports. And of course, at on Spartans is the Locked On Spartans Twitter account. And again, Locked On Big Ten every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. Thanks for making us your first listen.